One.io founder, again, helping uh, automate integration development and management jobs. They just passed 200, oh, call it almost $3 million in ARR. They've got about 300 grand in the bank, burning $80,000 per month, looking to go raise $6 million on a 2025 pre. That was pre kind of virus stuff. He's now literally on the road trying to figure out what do we do next? Can we still raise? Do we have to cut some costs? What do we do? They're at 65 uh, customers right now, uh, founded back in 2011. Uh, they've raised $1.4 million to date, 32 folks on the team, 15 engineers as they look to scale. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Yuhal Berghal. He is a serial entrepreneur with a wide experience in IT domain from software development to services and software solutions and sales. He's got over 20 years in enterprise service management with an excellent track record of building and leading winning teams. His personal goal is to help business leaders to see information technology as an organic and critical part of their business, not just hard to understand expensive techie-driven cost centers. All right, Yuhal, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. All right. So the company is company's called oneio.cloud. Uh, help us understand what the company does. Maybe name a customer and how they use you. Um, basically, what we are doing, we automate uh, enterprise integration, delivery, and management jobs. Uh, typical customer is an enterprise who is um, outsourcing their IT or is a managed service provider providing different kind of business services to enterprise customers. So we help them to integrate tools and processes. Okay, so, so name a customer and tell us how that customer specifically is using you. Uh, for instance, enterprise customers would be in uh, Adidas or uh, Sixth uh, Schindler. So how are you? Guys like, tell us about yeah. Adidas. Yeah, tell us about how they use you. Uh, they u- utilize OneIO uh, from internal use case when it comes to integrating, uh, for instance, Salesforce for customer service requests uh, regarding uh, GDPR, for instance, going to from customer service to IT so that the IT guys can uh, automate the, the process between the customer service and, and themselves. And then uh, external use cases, integrating their external suppliers to their centralized IT. Okay, so should we think uh, it'd to, be kind of like a MuleSoft or a Zapier or enterprise version of those? Um, well, those guys, MuleSoft is definitely a enterprise-grade integration platform, uh, typically used on the business applications like ERP and uh, logistics, banking, transaction-based, like enterprise-wide. Uh, whereas OneIO sits and is kind of positioned to the more like a uh, business support functions like IT, HR, financials, guys like that who don't have the budget uh, resource to really build, set up the enterprise grade integration. So we automate this thing for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as uh, last time we came on the show was back in December uh, of 2018, man, it's been it's been a while. Has anything changed regarding uh, the average price folks are paying you? You told us ACV last time was about fifty thousand dollars per year on average. Uh, I think it, it went a little bit up. Uh, at the moment, we are actually following up the ARPA, um, revenue per account. So we are somewhere in 40, 45,000 USD. Per year on average? Uh, per uh, average, average revenue per account. Per, per year, not though, per, not per month, right? Yeah. Uh, per year, per yeah. year. Okay. And uh, founded the company in 2011, correct? Yeah. And so what have you done? I mean, how are you finding these customers? Is it an enterprise model or field sales model? How are you landing new folks? Um, well, that's the thing that we changed last year since we had a quite extensive channel model, uh, quite traditional sa- enterprise sales through the channel, reach out for those large enterprises. And um, due to certain changes over there, we changed to the direct model and start building product growth strategy. So um, at the moment, um, 
the main channel that we are building it's it's a digital channel so we strongly believe that the, that's the way to, to sell to the to the individuals in the enterprises so um at the moment it's kind of a hybrid still so we have the the channel we have direct sale, direct sales and the channel um depending a little bit on the region okay and so how many customers have you scaled to now uh we have 65 customers I know a lot of you listening are DevOps teams or app developers. You're now working from home, but we're all trying to continue to move incredibly fast, keep our apps live, have redundancy, and also make sure they're secure. A lot of folks listening are using this tool called F5, if you haven't heard of it. F5 is a cloud services SaaS solution designed specifically for us, okay? They enable you to do this globally. They have incredible redundancy and they protect the most critical components of our app infrastructures, including our DNS, domain name system. So you can set this bad boy up with just a few clicks or API calls so that you and your team can spend more time innovating, even if, if it's virtually on Zoom calls these days. To get the offer, visit f5.com forward slash top. That's F, the number five.com forward slash T-O-P. It's all a big, beautiful, free trial. These guys have been doing it for 20 years. So go to f5.com forward slash top to get started today. Uh, so can I mean, can I take 65 times that $45,000 AC? That would put you about $250,000 a month on average in revenue. Um, it's around that, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, in, the, in the USD, the MRR is, uh, was last year, December 230. Two thir- okay. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So you so you have just recently passed a three million dollar run rate. We are getting there, yeah. Okay. Very good. Now help us understand a little bit uh, how the team composition has changed since the last time we spoke. So last time you had about fifteen folks on the team. How many today? Uh thirty two. And what's the breakdown? How many engineers? Engineers, um, I think now the engineering and R&D product, something like 15 to 20, 20 peeps over there. Okay. And rest is then the support, customer success, uh, sales, marketing. Um, we also have uh, now the Central European, re- we started up operations over there. So we have a couple of, couple of guys in, in Central Europe and uh, now also in the US. Mm-hmm. How many uh, on the team, how many sales reps do you have that actually carry a quota? Mm, six. Six. Okay. And who's leading that? I mean, this is something at your scale that a lot of founders, they struggle with. They're not sure how to get their, their sales team motion going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can feel that. Uh, I have really, really good uh, VP sales at the moment. He's leading, he's leading the show. show. So um, I've been able to take that burden a bit on, on my, from my shoulders mm-hmm. to him. So well, that, that's obviously a nice, nice luxury yeah. to have. Uh, was there, or were there any mistakes you guys made early with your sales team that you've since figured out and fixed? Mm, I think the not maybe not in the sales team, but it's related to the channel model. I think we we try to try to you know stay in control over the channel, but the most of the channel partners where they are quite big enterprises like Fujitsu, for instance, and um, of course. Um, it's our relationship and um, our stake at their, for their business is quite relatively small. So um, uh, those were the mistakes. I think we learned that uh, in order to us to deliver the full value for the customers, we need to to stay in control. We need to lead the cases and then utilize the channel, feed the channel rather than us, you know, 
uh, hoping that the channel guys are doing their best for us. Yeah. What do you pay the channels? Do you pay them a kickback or affiliate fee? Yeah, the same thing still. Um, uh, 30% for the first year's MRR, uh, ARR and then uh, 10% for the next uh, next uh, couple of years. Okay. Well, is it in perpetuity? As a discount, discount, discount from there. Sorry. When you say for, uh, 30% year one and then 10% for the next couple of years, how many years mm-hmm. is that 10%? Uh, two years. So three year in max. I see. I see. Okay. I mean, it's a nice little, nice incentive. And have you raised additional capital or still about 1.4 million raised? That's still the case. We are actually now in the middle of uh, quite of a series A round discussions. And um, we also got this grant from um, EU Innovation Fund, which is which was really nice, one, 1. 1.1 million euros in total as a grant that helped us to to boost up a bit. Non-dilutive, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. Yep. <laughs> definitely. Yep. What, what, so what is it like? I mean, we're in the middle of this virus. Stock markets around the world uh, are down 30, 40%. Uh, you know, there was tons of VC money flowing like crazy as recently as three weeks ago. What yeah. are you hearing? You're trying to raise right now. Yeah. Well, this is interesting since, um, as you know, VCs, uh, they have the money already. So they have to fund. So they have to figure out what they do with the money. Since the stock market collapsed, they need to find ways to to invest still. And um, for some reason, for back in the days two thousand and eight, actually the VC events investments didn't you know die off just like that. Of course, there are things that people maybe hesitate at the moment when it comes to timing, and that's of course a bad thing. But the, at the moment, the discussions are still going on with us, for instance, and nobody has said that okay, we will we will postpone or something like that. So how much are you looking to raise? Well, at the moment, we are looking for um, in a uh, ratio of, of five to six million uh, euros, which is then something six, six plus uh, USD million. You guys hear me joke all the time that I am horrible at managing big teams. It was one of the things I struggled with at my first SaaS company, Heyo. And you also know that I'm getting more and more founders come on the show where their teams are almost completely remote. Well, here's the secret they don't tell you. A lot of these remote teams actually start by a founder with an idea using freelancer talent, right? The tricky part is it's really hard to find quality freelancer talent. In fact, I wrote about this in my book. It's one of the sections people read and ping me about the most, but finding that talent is really difficult. So for example, when I wanted to come up with a new magazine cover, the design, I had to figure out how to get designs done cheaply and quickly with talented people. And I used Fiverr to do that. I'm going, wow, I love if I could figure out a way to get a discount for my people to use Fiverr. And thankfully, it's taken me a little bit of time, but I finally have gotten a discount. So here's the cool thing. If you want to use Fiverr to find freelance talent, you can take five and check out Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and you'll get 10% off your first order by using my code T-O-P. That's top. It's super easy. So don't waste any more time and get the services you deserve by going to fiverr.com and using the code top. Again, super proud of able to do this. Over the next several months, I'm going to tell you guys little stories of how I use freelance talent on Fiverr to do things like do web queries, um, parse information I need, database management, Excel sheet building, uh, competitive intelligence on my competitors, all kinds of stuff. I'll download it to you over the next several months and document how I'm doing it. But for now, get started at fiverr.com and use code top for 10% off. 
how much of the company do you think you can get away with selling for six? I mean, can you get like 5%, 10%? You think it's like 20%? I mean, the share, the dilution. Yeah, like how, how much of the company do you think you have to sell to raise $6 million? Um, That's a good question always. At, before this uh, virus thing going on, I think the, the, um, we were looking for 20 to 25 million free money valuation. Yeah. What do you think you have to edit it to? Hard to say. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, you. I mean, you must be having these conversations, right? What What are you hearing? Yeah, but uh, it's really like most of the most of the discussions that we are having at the moment. They are quite early stage still. I see. I see. Okay, so you want to raise six million, but you don't have a lead yet or anything like that. Just conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, are you yeah. burning? Are you burning capital right now? Or are you guys profitable? Uh, we are burning. Uh, last year, for instance, the burn rate was uh, around 80 k USD total. Month. Oh, a month. Month. Okay, and you're still burning about that today. Yeah. Okay, that's not 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 horrible. Have you given yourself though enough runway? I mean, do you have enough runway in the bank where you can last six, seven, eight, ten months if you need to? Mm, of course, cash flow is cash is the key. And the king this at this time, so we will we we are following up the cash flow really 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 like on daily basis almost. Yeah. Um. So the run rate we are estimating for the six six uh, for the five months at the moment. Okay. So what you have like three hundred four hundred thousand dollars in the bank right now, cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course the outstanding invoices and stuff like that. Yeah, that's good. Now, obviously, churn is critical in any SaaS company. What's your guys' churn look like? Um, calculative journ, um, net MRR journ around 2.5 minus 2.5 last year. Okay. And a logo journ calculative five, around 5%. Um, let's ignore logos for a second. Just focus on revenue churn, uh, net. It sounds like that's a good number. 102% mm-hmm. net revenue retention, which is the same as negative 2%, uh, mm-hmm. rev- net revenue churn. Uh, if you look at the gross number though. The gross revenue churn. Do you know what that was last year? No, that that number I don't have here. No, no problem. Uh, in terms of getting new customers, when you're not using a channel partner, which you pay a thirty percent kickback for, are there any other channels that you're leveraging? And if so, what's your fully weighted CAC to get a new forty thousand dollar a year customer? Any any other channels? You mean? Yeah, I'm just curious. What what's your fully weighted customer acquisition cost if it's not through a value added reseller? Um, at the moment or last year in average, I think we calculated in total of, uh, customer acquisition cost around, uh, 60 to 70,000 okay. per customer. Okay. So you get paid back in 14, 15 months, something like that. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. These are good, good, good economics here. So LTV, LTV divided by CAC is three, was 3.9 last year in average. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, very good. Well, look, I, obviously, you're, you got to. It looks like you're literally on the road right now, uh, talking yeah. talking to VCs, uh, trying to figure out: Are you going to you raise money? Do you not raise money? <laughs> now, well, let me ask you a tough question, right? If this virus thing doesn't turn around, and you guys only have you know four to six months of runway in your bank, I mean, you have to make some tough decisions. What, what do you Definitely. cut? What I mean, what do you cut? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. Of course. We've been doing a lot of um, this traditional kind of um, trade shows as well, 
they are now cut off. Easy, no need to decide over there. Then uh, traveling, flying, all that, which was quite quite big last year, that will be automatically cut. Um, then of course, um, especially since most of the folks are in Finland and the legislation and when it comes to you know layoffs and stuff like that, it's not that flexible. Yeah. So it's gonna take weeks, months to to start get any savings from employees and salaries and stuff like that. So then of course we are discussing with our current investor and they are they are still happy to help. So there are option options over there as well. Yeah. Who who is your current investor? It's a, a Nordic uh, company called Inventure. Okay, but they're a VC firm or or a company? VC, VC, okay. VC. Very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, <laughs> that's always a tricky one. You told me uh, would... Anatomy of Winning last time. Oh yeah, that was so. I, can, I cannot use it anymore. <laughs> so I'm still reading it. Actually, I like the the uh, book by Wes Bush, the guy who are setting up kind of the BLG product led guy. Yep, product led growth. Product led growth. Yeah. Yep. Number That's two. What I'm Number two. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, not myself. Then um, you can say none. Yeah. No. None. Number three. What's your okay. favorite online tool for building your company? I still like HubSpot, like last time. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Still seven. Okay. And. Uh, married single kiddos what's your situation still married two kids <laughs> that's good and how, how old are you 43 44 uh turning uh, 44 44 yeah. very good last question what do you wish your 20 year old self knew uh well maybe <laughs> shit will hit the fan at some point so i think <laughs> that's something that <laughs> keep some money in the bank Yep. There you guys have it. Uh, 1.0 founder, again, helping uh, automate integration development and management jobs. They just passed 200, oh, call it almost $3 million in ARR. They've got about 300 grand in the bank, burning $80,000 per month, looking to go raise $6 million on a 20 to 25 pre. That was pre kind of virus stuff. He's now literally on the road trying to figure out what do we do next? Can we still raise? Do we have to cut some costs? What do we do? They're at 65 uh, customers right now. Uh, founded back in 2011, uh, they raised $1.4 million to date 32 folks on the team 15 engineers as they look to scale yeah thank you for taking us to the top pleasure